0: Peace, done. Please
1: be good with
0: it, man. You already know what it is over here. Getting ready for this episode 52. We like to welcome the people to the Push Positive Podcast. It's your boy, ProVoc. to my fire, right? It's my man.
1: It's Joe Diesel. What's going on? y'all? How y'all doing tonight?
0: I hope we in this piece. You know what I'm saying? I like to welcome on our new listeners and all the old listeners. Back to another great episode, episode fifty-two. You know what I'm saying? So, what's good with you, man? What's been going on with you, man? Not a whole
1: lot, dude. I was over there fucking with the little podcast Packer fans. Uh, last game, watching the most <laughs> boring the, the most game I ever seen until the last quarter. But uh, you know, it's really just something about the atmosphere, man. I I know. I really miss being at sporting events during COVID and during the quarantine. I know that these uh, the the stadiums and all these businesses that surround their they business around you know the the season, the football season, and the basketball. So I know they were suffering last year because I know I spent just a hundred something dollars by myself. You know, so I know that that millions and uh, billions of dollars was missed last night without uh, last year without the sports industry. So it's just good to be back in the mix with everything, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I I think it's. And so far, they've been doing good. Yeah. I mean, we was we was discussing earlier in the year about how they was going to try to maintain with football and breathing on people and, you know what I'm saying, holding people accountable for not being where they're supposed to be at. You know what I'm saying? Not hanging around when they're not supposed to. And wearing the mask on the sideline and all of that shit. So right. the fact that they are able to go this far without having any major outbreaks and affecting the entire season or an entire team, Doing a good job with the protocol so far, so you know, saying my fingers crossed that they can keep it up because it's gonna be some good playoffs this year. It's gonna be some good ball play.
1: It really is, man. It's been an impressive season. It's been a surprising season, man. You know, some of the teams that, that we didn't think was gonna really do what they should be doing, uh, what they could be doing, uh, it's, it's really showing up this year. Some of the ones that we've been seeing smash ain't really smashing. Like you yeah. know, Kansas City looked good the last time I saw them on the field, but that was the first time of all year that they looked like Kansas City.
0: You know? Yeah, and speaking of first time, somebody looked like somebody uh my ers Finally, you like around. Well. <laughs> almost got something against Matt
1: Stafford
0: dog. No, man, they was like, "Yeah, you should have came to us." <laughs> they was mad because I ain't gonna lie, man. At the at when I found out he went to the Rams. First thing I was thinking to myself, like, when I found out he was going to be getting ready to lead the Lions, I was like, man, we need to go get him, man. Right, let's let's get him. Please, man, we need Buddy bad, but the fact that we ain't go get him, man, I was kind of salty, so, you know what I mean? I know they kind of – I know they had some talks, and it it just didn't work out or whatever, but they ain't really aggressively resumed like I thought they was going to. So, But uh, we actually finally played the first full game of football this season, so, I mean, in all aspects, so – it's always nice when you see your, your team actually live up to their potential and what you know they're capable of doing. Because you know when you ain't nothing like watching your team play and they doing shit that you like for real. Now, That's what we're good? doing. That's what we're doing today, huh? Okay, we just gonna get a ball away, huh? Just all right. Just, just hand it over to them. Just go walk the ball to the coach and tell him <laughs> run wherever you want. <laughs> like damn man, and like we dominated every aspect of that game, so that was good to actually see that. And, and I, I just it watched that. Really uh, it shows
1: y'all true, y'all true potential, man, because I think guys really slept on what y'all defense is able to do because y'all offense wasn't really producing like that. But then when Jimmy G was actually on point, he had he didn't have not one incompletion in the whole first half of last game. So when he shows that he can do that, that kind of inspires the defense to be like, damn, we can actually score points. Let's go get them.
0: Yeah, on the real, because I, I think, and we stuck to who we are as 49ers. We run the ball down your throat, play action, That's play. Think, right? Short short passes, and then we'll take the deep pass hit every once in a while. That's that's our identity, but for some reason we was getting away from that, not running the ball, trying to throw it on first down, like what the are you doing? That's why I said sometimes, like Kyle Shanahan, he, he's so cold with the with the mind game that sometimes I think he'd be over there psyching himself for what's going he's on. on, on <laughs> like, you know you just played us, right? <laughs>
1: you play yourself.
0: So I mean, it was actually good to see us play a, a good game, I and mean, there was a, a few other um, football games that um, I watched Sunday that was pretty decent. That was close games that I forgot which one I was watching though. But I also was watching the NBA and seeing that team that's shocking me right now is the Bulls.
1: Hey, the only team to beat them, uh, the only team to beat them is the Warriors.
0: These motherfuckers then low key went over there and and, and assembled a, a little squad in the shot. Well, what and,
1: happened was they fucked around and got two way players. It's a lot of two way players on that team, man.
0: And I think right now it's a well needed boost for the city of Chicago too, man.
1: Especially since well, the girls just won the championship. Y'all y'all don't want to be in a position where they talking about the girls can
0: ball y'all. <laughs> for sure. And it and it's I think it's a positive boost for the city. It's needed from the year that they having right now with all the negativity that's going on in their city. So I'm glad to see the city um cheering for the Bulls again and that's something that can uplift the people. Hopefully get them something to cheer about and keep some people out of some bad situations, man, because they're they definitely going through it in Chicago right now. Right. And somebody mentioned that this is the first time that they've been excited about seeing the Bulls and Lakers play since Jordan era. I was like, damn. Yeah,
1: since Jordan <laughs> and Magic, goddamn
0: near. And I, I, I Sometimes you just forget that a drought just been so long that you ain't seen something that you was accustomed to at some point right. that you just forget that it even existed.
1: Like, the, like that was a, even a thing. thing. Like...
0: That, was, that was a thing? Like, uh yeah, <laughs> you talk to some of these young people now, like yeah, back in the days the Bulls and the Lakers, they were like, what was that black and white TV? <laughs> right, like what was that was my what era, was that? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's just good to see them back on the map like that. And uh, also want to give a a shout out to my hometown racing in Wisconsin. They got a, um somebody's filming a I forgot who filming it, but they got a, a document. Somebody filming a documentary about one of our small fry teams. Um, that won the world championship in, in Russia in uh, eighty seven. Um wow. thirty four years ago. Yeah. So America still don't even know about their maiden journey. But uh this documentary gonna put it out. It was a twelve year old boys playing um, from racing Wisconsin and won a, the world champ in Russia in, in eighty seven. So shout out to Racing Wisconsin. We you know we know for having some bowlers out there, you know what I'm saying? So That's shout out to him doing the documentary. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I gotta look more into it to see when it's gonna be released, but I, I saw somebody posted it, so I look forward to seeing that.
1: Twelve years old was going to Russia to play football back in the eighties, though.
0: <laughs> like basketball, like it, especially like first of all, you know what kind of fundraising and what kind of, you know what I'm saying, award money you had to win to for winning tournaments and all of that to go to Russia. Right. It was it was bad enough because you think this is '87, so this one in the, the '90s, you know, what I'm saying early 2000, where you know, what I'm saying you can figure out a way. To to get the money easier by you know say having a sponsor. the washing cars. Absolutely. So in eighty seven to raise that kind of money to send an entire team plus staff of people to go over to Russia in eighty seven. Yeah, you have to come up with some bread. So I think it'll be a good it'll be a nice story, man. Some again, long lost ballers that came out of race saying, man, so it would be nice to see and that was thirty four years ago. It'd also be nice to see where some of those young boys are at this point. Right. So so hopefully they kinda dig back and catch catch every player that played on the team and kinda see what they up to right now, see if I recognize anybody from um, from the squad. I'm sure I might know somebody. So I look they're forward to they only fifty
1: years old right now,
0: so Yeah, absolutely. So I look forward to seeing that, man. But you know what I'm saying? We got off into the sports. You know what I'm saying? We typically start out with the Black Excellence for y'all that don't know. For those just joining us, it's your boy Provok. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this is episode 52 of the Push Positive Podcast. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're gonna start out. We're gonna will get to the Black Excellence uh, portion of the show, which is you know what I'm saying. I want to give a big Black Excellence shout out to um, I think her name is Cassia Thorpe. She's a high school teacher from uh, PG County, Maryland, and she's the winner of a million dollar global teacher prize uh, for her work of opening up a college education for students who are underprivileged. So definitely big shout out to Ms. Thorpe for doing her thing. this This is a global
1: thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. So and that's a million dollars. So. And she opened up a college and they're educating for students and under, that's underprivileged. So, uh, anytime you see something like that, with a surrounding education, you don't definitely know. The Push Positive Foundation and the Push Positive podcast gonna get behind that because you know we do think that education can be the key. And they don't necessarily mean when we say education that you need to be within a formal system of education. That I mean, education. So or any other form of education that you think is, is going to help you all and help your people move the needle in, it, in society. So mm-hmm. definitely got to give shouts out to that. And I also wanted to give a shout-out to Erin Jackson, who became the first black American woman to win speed skating World Cup. So, you know, we we definitely ain't in, this, you know what I'm saying, speed skating. So the fact that she was able to win uh, a speed skating World Cup um, is definitely a big deal because, again, we keep talking about these first. Right, you know, what I'm saying we are. I'm 42 years old, and this is my first time hearing that a black woman was able to win something at speed skating. So, well, that,
1: and the Winter Olympics really don't be our shit. Like the Winter <laughs> Olympics don't be us. We we more summer, our summer Olympics type motherfuckers. So, for for the black folks, they won some stuff. And the crazy thing is, she from a warm weather climate. She from like Florida or or uh, California or something like that. So, because she was at the San Francisco 49ers game the other day, so she from uh she from Cali and yeah. going over there doing that in the winter
0: Olympics man and the fact that you live in like you said live somewhere where it's warm and I'm sure they got a training facility somewhere because typically warm weather places still got hockey rinks and things like that so I'm sure she got a training facility that she do that she's a part of so and that's big to, for for our kids to see the branch out to be involved in something that we normally wouldn't be involved in because I ain't gonna lie to you that's my first time hearing of, it, uh, of a black woman being in speed skating you know what I'm saying? No doubt. No doubt. And Dude, I know, you
1: know
0: the article I read said she also qualified um, prior to this and some other championship thing that she was cleaning up in. So definitely shout out to Aaron Jackson. Um, I also want to talk about Tiffany C. Wright, who was the founder of Resourceful uh, CEO LLC. Who has now helped more than I think it's about ten companies secure more than forty-seven million in combined funding to strengthen their financial and operational infrastructure. So, big shout out to Tiffany, Tiffany C. Wright, um, the founder of Resourceful CEO LLC. And, I mean, if you can help that many companies and you can raise up to forty-seven million from yeah. them companies, or help them companies get that amount of money by helping them strengthen their financial and operational infrastructure, man. That's that's huge. And that's what you talk, That's what you call giving back and pushing forth the need on the community, man. Like, honestly, 1,000%, that's huge. $47 million for 10 companies? That's crazy, man. So big that's shout crazy.
1: out. Man, and it's not easy work, man. We know, you know, we done worked in the fundraising uh, arena and trying to get funds and stuff like that. So those type of numbers, man you know that's some, you know, they definitely deserve recognition. The highest recognition.
0: For sure. So, big shout out to Tiffany. Um, uh, Man, we're gonna go ahead. It's, it's a lot going on in the world right now, man, as far as all the trials going on. um, Some deaths that we're gonna cover later on. Definitely a death definite in the hip-hop community that's affecting everybody right now. Right. We're definitely gonna get to that, but I kind of want to uh, turn the corner a little bit and talk about um, what's your thoughts on the pos- possible outcomes of the on the Rittenhouse case, and then also while we had it, you might as well get on the Armand Aubrey case of what you've seen on the case. I mean, I, I haven't dove into it too much because, again, it's one of those – both of those situations, just kind of something that we've seen too many times, and, and it's the same old, same old, and we kind of seeing some of the same shit play out. And I ain't even been watching the case, and I've been talking to people about what I think is going to happen,
1: yeah. and
0: I ain't even seen the coverage. And people like like – you saw it. I'm like, no, I ain't see it. I, no, I,
1: you, I, just, I know how going to unravel, man.
0: I know the playbook already. Like, I, I've heard the whispers before it started. I've seen the setup before it started. I've seen what they was going to use against people when it started. I was like, it, it's the nastiest thing ever, man. So I was want to catch your thoughts on what you think the possible outcomes can be of these cases right now. And I mean, we, I mean, we talked about it prior, but I just kind of want to get your thoughts on it.
1: No, nah, that in our case, man, Um, you know, I, I really just feel like, you know, it go back to what we've been saying, man. Like, these guys are actually getting trials. You know, nobody killed him. Nobody shot him. He's not being buried. They're not having a – he's getting a trial. And that alone to me says it speaks volumes, man, because whether it's him, whether it's uh, whoever these other guys is, they're getting through the justice system. Now, it's always for us. Is he going to get this? Is he going to get that? But at least he's getting a trial. That's the crazy thing about it. Like, our folks ain't getting no trial, man. So that's why I really don't try to buy into it, man. I really don't try to look to it. Even with the Chauvin case earlier this year, I really don't try to buy into that shit because they shouldn't really even be... I, I mean, I don't know what the trial is about. You know what right. I don't really know. But the thing is, the, the, the fact of the matter is, our folks ain't getting no trial. Our folks are getting killed and plowed to the ground, and they talk about it later. Did Was it wrong or was it right? These guys is actually getting the trial talking about if what they did was wrong or right, not what the police officer did. You know, right. so that's 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 the crazy thing about it, man. So, I mean, like you said, man, I I seen this commentary before. I've seen this play happen a million times, and I know, I know what the what the score is. I know what the score going to be when it's in. And I hate to say that, man, and I, I hate to lose optimism in these cases, but it really is a lose lose for us because he already shot the people he was going to shot. It's shoot. Right. You know, so I mean, but but at the end of the day. Like I said, um I always had high hopes that justice will prevail. I know whatever he get, it ain't gonna be equivalent to like they don't even got the death sentence in Wisconsin or none of that type of shit. So I don't even know, you know, what what would be prior punishment for him. So, like you said in the past with several different cases, you know, until they start modifying what they're willing to do to these guys, ain't no, re- ain't nothing to deter the them for doing what they doing.
0: And and to me personally, the case, like you said at the beginning of of all of this at the start of everything, the conversation should have been based around why is he still alive, walking around with an AR mm-hmm. in the community? Right. We don't get that opportunity to walk around with an AR and live to talk about it. Yeah. We don't get to walk around with a brush, a phone, uh, anything a of resembling of grabbing something. We don't get that privilege to walk around, kill people, and then turn ourselves into the police. You die make that decision based off of a quick decision a quick second decision and the fact that he was able to walk around many police officers that night on film that they got it recorded the conversation is no longer about is he was he old enough what kind of gun was it how was he holding the gun who he shot What right. record was? none of, that. None none of is- that i don't care about none of that because none of that matters because at the end of the day the privilege is in him being able to live to talk about it and to go to trial for it,
1: right? it be asked so, about
0: that was a 17 year old African American boy, he would be dead right now
1: twice. They would have shot him enough to kill him twice.
0: They would have shot it, they would have filled his body with so many holes, man. It would have been they would have had to have a closed casket.
1: Bro, You so got this, an army gun, you got an army AR 15 was originally um, created for the U.S. government for the U.S. Army. He walking around with an army gun. Outside,
0: (laughs) You know what I'm hearing people say That's trying to defend him He was there to give Medical aid and put out fires
1: You can't put out no fire with no army gun
0: (laughs) So my question is like So you need an AR-15 To put out fires and to Do medical aid He
1: should have been walking around with fires fire Yeah Not no army gun
0: it, it, it just it just crazy when And right now, the thing that a lot of people ain't paying attention to is that regardless of how this case turns out, he is a martyr of the white supremacist movement right now.
1: Right.
0: And we're seeing that. And, and here's the deal. That shit is powerful. And we've always talked about how powerful that movement is, and how powerful that movement has always been to the point to where you see. You know something's powerful when you, your own people is the victim of the crime that you committed and you treat them as if they're on the opposite side. So now people will question is the thing that I've heard come up is, well, he shot white people. So you guys don't have anything to say. I say, who is those white people there protesting for? Right. That changes I mean, the narrative. I mean, why it always got to be that, though?
1: The thing with me is I don't care who he shot. I don't give a fuck who he attacked, whether it was a man, mm-hmm. woman, child, white, black. He was walking around with an army gun and he's still living. I don't Bushing give a against. fuck who he shot, bro. And, right. and that's where I get into the schematics, bro. Like, And that's why I don't like having conversations with people who can try to take those type of lengths to try to justify something that's been done. It don't matter who he shot. They don't. What, what, okay, so now I'm supposed to be like, well, he did shoot white people, so he, he, he good. Or like what I'm supposed to
0: say. Like, Excuse that that's, that's, that's the trick, right? And that that takes you away from the original thought that he wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be there in the first place and he wasn't supposed to be able to be living, walking around with, with a rifle. <laughs> right. It's it, it, it just not going to happen. You got bodies in Racine and in Kenosha right now, people that's been killed for less. And life. the fact that he was able to do that and still be walking around smiling and and kick, lick, lick, and then fake crying on on the stand and all that other shit is. Just...
1: Or doing anything, man. The fact that this and I ain't saying y'all now. Don't get us wrong. This is positive podcast. We always follow. We ain't saying we want to see this man gunned down. We ain't saying nobody deserved to die. All we saying is if he was black, he wouldn't be here. That's all. That's 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 the fact we put.
0: In we got to point out the facts and we got to point out what we know to be true because we see it. So it ain't one Well, y'all don't know. Yeah, we do know.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, do we know. all know all too well,
0: you know. Yeah, so and, I, and, and for me, this puts me in a situation to ask the question of, where do you think the criminal justice system ranks in the weapons against our community in comparison to, to other entities such as education, politics, et cetera, and shit like that? What do you think, like, on a, if you had a, a scale of one to ten, where do you think it ranks? I,
1: You know, with me, you know, i mean, because I bear witness to, to children and, and the, the the importance of our youth, you know, I can't put it above the lack of education and what,
0: what you were saying, fam <laughs> I looked down and it was like, Yeah, you, you 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 happy with your recording? <laughs> like uh, uh <laughs> no we weren't <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm bad, but-
1: no, but you know, and, and and that's you know, to the listeners, uh, because I know it was uh, it was twelve people listening live. Uh, hopefully y'all can hop back on. Y'all can't get back on for another eight minutes. <laughs> so don't try it. No, but but, um, <laughs> but no, man, um, what I was saying is, you know, as much as I would like to put the criminal justice system above, you know, education on, on the detriment side of people, I think education is, is the biggest, but it it, it got to be second as far as um what they've been able to do, because the thing is with me. The thing is, with me is like taking the the men and the family and the moms out the home and incarcerating them and what—that's got to be more damaging than just about anything else. The only thing more damaging is the lack of education that got them folks arrested in the first place or incarcerated in the first place. But the criminal justice system is hands down probably the second thing on the list. You know, I mean, it's right up there with 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 high blood pressure and 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 poor poor diet. I mean. It's so many right. things, but I don't know, man. It's, it, it's just so deep-rooted. I mean, the incarceration level and the incarceration rate in the criminal justice system and our lack of faith in it is what really puts us in a crazy position in this country.
0: Man. You know, we start there, too, because we, we obviously know the education to, to the prison pipeline and that whole system and how we understand that to be true um, for our people since we got here. But it just sometimes it just leads me to believe and, and think about and this criminal justice system, once you in it, the chances that you coming out of it you're getting out is slim. Now education, like if you got shitty education, you can still succeed and come out of it. You're you can self educate and take some self education, like but that that system of the criminal justice system and it, and it's foul. Like and 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 it, I think it's more detrimental, and, and it keeps people away from righteousness longer, right? right. I think education can prevent you from getting there and can lead to a lot of other shit. But I think that criminal justice system, once you get in and you labeled a certain kind of way, whether you be a felon or you got drug charges, and how you got you don't have access to certain things anymore. So I, I don't know, man. I, it just it just thought me to brought me to think about it. So and I know oh, education is up, up here, but I think that criminal justice shit is creeping.
1: Hey, <laughs> if y'all if y'all was, listening, man. Uh, We would love to hear y'all comments and and love to see y'all weigh in on where y'all think the criminal justice piece lies um, in hindrance of of, of people, not just, you know, not just us, not just black folks, just of people in in general, mostly people of color because we know that's what they utilize a lot of times in the court system to determine if they're going to throw the book at you or or, or give you a break, you know, And, and as sad as it is. I think it's pretty obvious that we can come out and say that. It ain't like we making it up or fabricating anything.
0: No, it's all everything is factual and you can find the numbers. It's all out there to, to be proven and you just gotta go look for it yourself. But it's definitely out there. We know the numbers show that we are the number one <laughs> country in the world when it comes to locking people up. Yep. Yep. So for sure, on a on a more serious note, man, I want to give a um definitely a a rest in, and rest of peace for young Dolph popular yeah. popular out Memphis uh, he was killed in his hometown gunned down at a local cook, cookie shop, cookie shop yeah. more details are starting to come out now about the two armed guys that was doing it one had a you know what I'm saying an assault rifle the other one had a looks to be like a pistol with an extended clip on it and they gunned the man down in his own community man um I think this news, like you're starting to see that it's, it hit the music community hard every year. It seemed like every year we're getting like one or two or three of these or somebody being gunned down that we know that's famous and losing their life to violence in their communities or other communities. You know what I mean? So and, and what, what I don't like now, you're starting to see that our community is quick to point the finger outwards when something happens to us from outside our communities. But when it's within our community and it's within us. It's, it's not often talked about. And right. and I've been guilty of it myself as far as understanding that I don't want to overshadow what, what's being done to us because I understand what what the problem is and it's coming from within our community and where that pain is coming from. But at the same time, I won't excuse the behavior and also I won't validate that shit and I also will not give a pass to that shit because it definitely and we talk about this often that accountability across the board is that's, that's no... It's a no-brainer for me. Accountability across the board, it has to happen. So we got to do better in our communities. Um, just that, that energy we put into, you know saying, pointing a finger at others and blaming others, we need to point that finger at ourselves and come up with some solutions and do certain things that's going to make it safe for us to be in our communities. Because we had talked about this. What do you do? You damn if do you, you know? do, you damn if you don't. You can't live in your own community because... The possibility of you being killed in your own community is a high percentage right. you can't go to the white people neighborhood but that don't mean that you want it there that's yeah, not where you the most love at. right i mean you may get some props for a bit living in a community where you may be one of the only black people in that community but that's but for your people and that's for inspiration from your other people to know that somebody like you made it to an environment like that however that don't mean that that neighborhood is accepting of you. That don't mean that county is accepting of you. And we see that often as well. So my, my confusion, like, we, we got to provide a, a safe space for our people to go when they become successful. And we would all prefer that it be in the hood, but we all know that that's not the safest move. Right. Well, you damn if you do, you damn if you don't, man. Definitely condolences to his family and loved ones. You know what I'm saying? It's just disappointing that our communities. Stick like that, man, to where we're we taking off people that's giving back to the community and making a way for other people because he, he didn't only just bring himself up. He brought people with him. And that's I mean, he
1: the, did, he, man. And the crazy thing is, a week before being gunned down at that particular cookie shop, he was out there giving props to him. Like, hey, man, y'all got to check out these cookies, man. Come here. This is my favorite spot, man. I'm usually here. Woo-woo-woo. So at the end of the day, that social media piece comes into play again. A week before, he was doing that on his Instagram and on, on, on uh, Snapchat. Then a week later, he's killed at the same place. That's so crazy. Like you can't even, you can't even talk. I mean, you can't even advocate. You can't even pro- promote nobody no more.
0: No, and I, I, I believe they—they they all knew that it was going to be his turkey drive coming up, so they knew he was going to be back in town again. Right. So right. and it, so we'll see as it plays out. I definitely hope it ain't another one of those situations to where they start pointing fingers at somebody close to him that gave up the location or. Oh, told game somebody game. exactly where he was going to be exactly what time, so hopefully it's none of that, but we definitely need to come up with some solutions for our communities to where this violence can stop, man, because it's... And obviously, it sounds like there's going to be some retaliation, the gov- like the governor and the mayor and all of that was talking about doing a curfew because they ain't want you know what I'm saying, this is to get out of control, and they was going to have um, patrols in different areas. And
1: all, kind of shit. all
0: Kind of crazy shit. So I'm like, hopefully it don't spin out of control, and this is... This can get solved pretty quick. Hopefully, they hopefully they doing it, doing their due diligence to figure out who did this, man. Because a lot of times we don't get to see the person that's committing these crimes get caught. So, right. Hopefully, they use all their resources to make sure they they finding out who's doing this and who did it, so they can bring it to justice and have some some kind of closure for the family. And and not only was he a rapper, he was a family man. He was married. He had two kids. So, yep. I know some people going. Use the old when well, he was in the streets and you know what come with that and all that foolishness. I ain't trying to hear none of that. When it comes to family,
1: uh, nobody family down, together, we,
0: was just uh, we just talking about that Like cause when it comes to family and keeping our family together, and we're talking about what's gonna help us as a community, as black people, one is family. Right and keeping us together at all costs. And building on our families and building, you know what I'm saying, strengthen our families. And add into our families and add into our communities and not taking away from our community. That's taken away from your community regardless at the end of the day. So I mean, I ain't I ain't no street dude and I ain't never proclaimed to be no street dude. So trying to tell me something about that, if you can explain it to me, and I that don't mean that I have to agree with it. Right. I understand it. I know it. I know people that live that lifestyle. I still got people in my life that live that lifestyle. That don't necessarily I mean I gotta agree with it and I ain't honored it. I don't have to honor it, and I think more of us should not honor it. <laughs> and You know what I'm saying? That's the reason right now when shit like that happens, people are like, well, you know, you're saying it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That shit sounds stupid to me, man. <laughs> right. It is what it is. Like, this man, kids, is out here like with no dad now, and I, I guess it just is what it is. So let's just keep this cycle going and it just, yeah. Because i tell you what, it is what it is and affecting our true ops is actually helping. So at the end of the day, and it's, and it's, it's, making
1: it, it make, it's making it seem so commonplace, man. It's, just, it's yeah. just getting bad,
0: man. And it's it's like we we constantly seeing it, and it's almost like waiting for it to happen again without any situations or any solutions being brought to the table on what we're gonna do. And a lot of a lot of those situations gotta come from us. They gotta come from within. Right. I mean, the outside variables can help us change those situations absolutely, and they contributed to. Them. However. We got to start figuring out a way to, to not wait on that all the time and come up with our own personal solutions that we can do within our own communities that can help these situations. A lot of it is if you got a kid, if you got a nephew or if you got somebody in your hood because everybody think it's got to be some drastic like, oh, I, I can't I can't talk to everybody like no, you can't. But you got a nephew and most of us got a nephew or a cousin or somebody that's still living that life. We don't need to reach everybody. We just each one of us just needs to reach somebody. <laughs> somebody. Somebody. You got to got to touch somebody and just be like, "Hey, hey, you don't need to do that. Here's a replacement, and they, and they have a solution, but a replacement yeah, no, so of what? You
1: can't always just say, "Don't, don't, don't." Yeah, you gotta have somewhere you say, "No need to do that because you can do this."
0: And I can connect you with this. And that's when it, that's where your jobs become to be a connector. So if you okay. if you're not a connector and you can't replace some of the stuff that they're doing or trying to figure out, nope, I ain't gonna be able to get you that amount of money for selling that drug. But what I can do is offer you a peace of mind and some money to put in your pocket and also give you a way to start and be getting into this entrepreneurial lifestyle.
1: Right.
0: Which is the same thing. You see, there's examples of people that was able to transform that mindset of being a drug dealer or a hustler or a scammer, whatever it may be into millions by transferring that into the business aspect of things.
1: Right, by becoming an influencer.
0: And it's definitely positive. And it's it's positive and it's possible. So I mean we just got to figure something out, man, because it's it's getting sick now, man. I ain't gonna lie. It's just it was just sick to hear people, you know, responding to it. It was nice to see all the love that was outpouring. But then again, it's like, you know, everybody wanna get Miss Roses now. And that 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 reminds us that when individuals are around, to make sure that you give them they, they roses when they're alive.
1: Love them while they're here, man.
0: Yeah, because I mean, he was doing a lot of positive stuff for people in the community. He had brought somebody to, you know what I'm saying, a Rolling Down concert, concert, two employees that got fired from a coffee shop for playing his music and oh, gave right. them $20,000. Oh, you oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, and, and did it on the stage. So, and you know, this one, this one, the first time that they attempted to get him. First time, they let off 100 shots, and luckily that vehicle was bulletproof. Second time, they did get a hold of him and shot him twice in the abdomen area, and he survived that. And this time, they kind of, you know what I'm saying, they kind of gunned him down, man. So be careful out there. If you're living a certain lifestyle, move move appropriately, um, try to stay safe because at the end of the day, what it really come down to you can love your hood, you can do all of that stuff, but the most important thing is to make sure that you're getting back to your family and now he's not able to go back to his family and now their kids got to live with that forever and and who knows and this again one of those conversations we had about what kind of pain is that going to leave on his family right especially for the ones that still living in the streets that want to retaliate and what that's going to do to his wife and and his kids and how they view things and how now what's their concept of violence and and guns and and shit like that so we got to think of it 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 ain't just what we see and and, you know saying the out the outliers of a situation like this is also the things that we often don't talk about, like family and, and the pain that's going to be left in, in their family and the hole that's going to be left in people's hearts. Because although it may some may be some people out there that wanted them dead, it's a lot of people out there that care for the men. Right. So condolences to, to his family and, man, rest easy, player.
1: Man, it's just so difficult, man, when dealing with stuff like this. And, you know, you know, it, 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 it always reminds me, man, of this uh this song by Biggie, man. He put it out in like the early 90s and the hook was you nobody till somebody kills you. And that's the thing with me, man. I hate to see these brothers have to die in order for folks to appreciate their music and then start playing their stuff and showing, posting pictures that they had together with the person, all that kind of stuff. Like, it ain't cloud chasing. It's just like act like they don't recognize it until you gone, man. And we got to get better at appreciating the people and loving our people while they're here, man. And that's the most dangerous thing that we do sometimes. You know, we, we glorify the dead as opposed to glorify the individuals who can still walk and talk and love and hug you today.
0: And we backwards, man. That's why I said our community is sick in so many ways, man. It's it's even little things like that to where, you know, you get out, if we get out and support each other like that while people are alive, yeah. people can eat better and they can go pull more people out of bad situations, there'd be more money for them and more money for their business. You know what I mean? So now... So
1: ain't, ain't nobody bumping our shit right now, man, but I can guarantee you, me or you died, or we both died. somebody pull up the archives and pull up our old shit and be playing our music and recipes showing pro and all that kind of crazy shit. And it's too late then. You know, it's right. too late then, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and it's love. Don't get me wrong, but what we're trying to say is sometimes it feels a little misplaced. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it should have been while they were here, so they can benefit from that. Because right now, the family gonna benefit from it, hopefully. And it sounds like, if I'm not mistaken, that his business was in order, and that the majority of his money that he w- he will make after passing will go directly to his family. A large percent of, you know, what I'm saying everything that'll come from his record sales, merch, and all that other shit, it'll go to his family. So. Right. Glad he had his business together. He always preached that too and talked about that too, ownership and being independent and you know what I'm saying, owning owning your music and owning the rights to your shit. So definitely shout out to Dolph, man. You'll be missed, my brother. Rest easy and like again, condolences to the family and everybody affected by the situation. And for you knuckleheads out there that's ready to respond or retaliate or try to get some get back, just take a second to think, man. Just work.
1: Where's the Think
0: value? About <laughs> it. Think about it. Like, And obviously, at some point, we can't stop it all, but I feel obligated to say something about it, man, because a lot of people don't want to speak on it because it's street shit. Right. It's like, that's that's cool. I don't know street shit, but I can still give my condolences and offer some advice to our people because it is affecting all of us. And, uh, and you know, sometimes, yeah, fuck that, man. People in the streets be acting like just because it's street shit, it don't affect black people. <laughs> like it don't affect our whole communities. Like they don't just separate and say, "Well, it was black people, but it was the street black people." No, it was they just no, said the <laughs> You know daughter, what I'm saying? His daughter, his
1: daughter, his daughter, his children ain't ain't street people. <laughs> you know what oh. I mean? They they, they didn't sign up to be part of the streets.
0: Absolutely not. And and don't get it wrong. We understand the streets. We come from environments that breed this exact thing. That don't mean that we got to honor it though. And that's what I don't like either because then that glorifies it to pass it down to the kids. I just, I told, I talked to you about it off, you know what I'm saying? Off the air of that, that white kid that, you know what I'm saying? Killed the security guard at a, at a hotel. He over there, he suicidal the year before. um, dealing with all kinds of mental health issues and all of that. Just a regular white boy. If you seen a picture of him, you'd be like, yeah, right. right. And they got him on live on his Instagram or some social media platform on live. Throwing up gang signs, talking about Heat GD and this and that, bumping King Von in the background. Like you, you two don't even go together. No, that, that that don't match, right? But that goes to show you that how powerful that shit is. Yeah. How powerful that gang life and that image, and you know, saying want to be cool and live a certain kind of way. So the security guard come up there and he killed a security guard. It's caught on live. And the thing that I told you that disgusts me more than all of the situation is that security guard's daughter seen it. And she was one of the first ones in the family to see it and notify the rest of the family that her daddy had just been, been killed. Wow. Because dude was recording it. And it's, it's sad, man. And then he go across the street and kill himself.
1: That's crazy. So and, and, that, and that's that's a... You know, I know the brother gone and I know he, he out of here, but that's a cop out too, man. Don't be doing no crazy shit out here and then Hurry up and off yourself before it's gonna be some justice to be able to serve because that's crazy too,
0: man. Now you want to be a gang member, you want from mental health to gang life, right? And I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with violence in general. But you know what I'm saying? We see that too often too, where people that wanna that wanna go, and they don't want to be here no more. They decide to take other people with them. Yeah. And that's that's messed up too. I mean, that's a conversation for another time, but. It's definitely like it's just one of those situations. I I ain't honoring that man. So definitely uh, rest in peace, Dolph. Man, that's it's just sad, man. All around sad situation. I don't know how has to put it, man. But um, and then I was I also watched uh, one turn the corner a little bit and get to some some little little bit different on the pol- political side of things. Where I watched a video the other day on Vice Network um, of a panel of Black conservatives and liberals and I just couldn't I was laughing but at the same time it was sad man I couldn't help to hear the divide and the disdain for the opposite side and it brought up the question for me is is there any difference than the divisive techniques that has been used against the black community since day one (laughs) now is there any difference The, the technique has always been we have talked about this off the air too that the, the technique that they've always used against us is us. Yeah. And keeping us divided. And what you say, like, that ain't just with us. That's just something that's been known. What you say, yeah. the best, the yeah. best divide, weapon
1: is divide, what? Divide and conquer. Divide and, and conquer. The, 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 most, the most strategic way to, to win any war. That's been the most popular war strategy since the beginning of the time, divide and conquer.
0: And and it just happens to us. So I couldn't help but to think but sitting listening to those. But, but, brothers, but to, just to, on the to add to
1: your point, man, to add to your point, y'all, and, and what, what Pro is asking is like, are we recognizing this psychological warfare that we dealing with out here? Because the divide and conquer piece, if if you're doing that subtly, if you're doing that in the background, you'll look up and won't even know you divide. That's why it's psychological warfare. That's why it's a slow game. It ain't a quick game. It's, all right, man, let's start this now. And by the time they look up, they won't be able to fuck with each other even when they want to.
0: Mm-mm. And and what I noticed then watching the clip is that eventually um, they were talking about, they both were talking about why they didn't like the other side and who they thought was better to bring them to a common goal. Not knowing that eventually they also came to fruition. They came to a, basically a common ground and said, damn, it sounds like we all want the same the goal. We all want to accomplish the same goal. You're just taking different paths. And you believe this person will get you to that path and this person will get us to this path quicker. But at the end of the day, it ain't about the people that we decide to follow that's going to get us to the path and accomplish that goal. It's going to be us. And the fact that we divide it and we're looking for other people to get us to that path, they both, to me, was sitting there sounding crazy.
1: Right.
0: At the end of the day, they all want the same thing. They want to be free and be able to live a certain lifestyle that they want to live just like everybody else. But once I believe that you can't get there by... Being on this side and the other side, I believe you can't get there by being on that side.
1: Yeah, because I mean that go back to the the shit our grandmama used to tell us: you get uh you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. You can still yeah. catch flies with vinegar. They'll come to it eventually. It just take a lot of longer because vinegar stinks. But that honey piece is attractive, and it's the same thing that we looking at today, man. It is political shit and, and, and whatever uh, party, uh, Democratic Party, Republican Party, whatever you choose we all got overall ideals of what we want for ourselves and what we want for our lives and our families. We just be having such totally drastic ways of coming to the same conclusion. It's like we all want a peaceful neighborhood to live in where ain't nobody killing nobody, where we making some decent money and having some decent laws to keep everybody in accordance, right? That's what we all want, right? Well, why mm-hmm. can't it be such a different approach to try to get it? I, don't, I really don't understand that backhanded shit.
0: I I don't either, man, and, and and it's been that way, and we've been talking about that. It's been that way since the beginning of the time of not being able to come together, and I don't think we're ever going to be able to accomplish what we want to accomplish as a as a community until we figure out that we are better together than we are apart.
1: Right. Period. That's what Period. Down to. That's
0: no matter down what, down no matter what is dividing us, if if we don't figure out a way to come together and understand that. If they're going to continue to attack us, it's going to be by them using us to attack us and them using the same techniques that they've always used to attack us and keep us at bay. Yeah.
1: They,
0: they're not worried about us inching up or creeping up or being more educated. They're or
1: about, They're not worried about modifying or changing their strategy because it's no. been working for so fucking long.
0: And and they and they're doing it right in front of our face. And that's the crazy thing. They're doing it right in front of our face, thinking like we showed them the blueprint of what we do to them and they still ain't figured it out. So now they cocky. They like, they ain't gonna never figure it out. If hey, you ain't figured it out, we
1: got now, them this long, we got them this long, we ain't got shit to worry about, y'all.
0: Like if you if you ain't figured it out by now, hmm? <laughs> chances are you ain't gonna figure it out.
1: They're out here making announcements. We still got them, y'all.
0: On the real. I also wanted to give a uh dang uh give a, a little bit of notice to the situation that's going on in Oklahoma um sounds like the Oklahoma governor granted clemency uh to Julius Jones I know that's been a big story um for months now so everybody's been a part of it, all kind of you know what I'm saying stars and they got man I think they got some like 7 million signatures yeah to commute his um death sentence to a life sentence that right now at this point. So, I mean, it's a different, definitely a, a sad case of all that happened with it. They had the victims, of uh, uh, family on there talking about not, not doing that and how this is a disgrace to the country and all of that. But, you know, we also have been on the wrong side of, uh, falsely being accused of, of things or being put in bad situations with no representation or been put in situations to where we didn't have that, um, these people in this power to fight for us to put us in a different situation to save our lives. So, the fact that they was able to do it and pull it off is amazing because typically, when they get ready to put that needle in your arm, a lot of the time it ain't no saving.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's over with. Once they make that decision, it ain't no pardons, it ain't no rescue. It just it just be what it be, man, unfortunately. And I'm glad to see that we starting to find ways to break the narrative, man, and, and, and kind of change some of the stuff that's been just commonplace it's just been like oh that's over with all that's that's done all that's you know and it's just good to see some things changing man we just got to do more of it man and and a big part of doing more of it is believing that you can until you believe that you can until you believe that there's opportunity to change some things you ain't gonna even have enough faith or enough wherewithal to stay with it so keep doing what y'all doing out there man the the ones that's working the ones that ain't working ask yourself why not and let's keep doing what we gotta do
0: Absolutely, because we definitely got to keep fighting, man, because it obviously you can tell that it ain't going to stop no time soon. <laughs> nah. No time soon. So we definitely got to keep up with that, man. But what else you got, man? You got anything else you got? For, is anybody um watching live right now?
1: Yeah, y'all. It's uh 16. Well, yeah, 15 now, but it's 16 people watching live. Uh, or listening live and you know it's a couple of more comments coming through you know um you know, a lot of them is sports related and stuff like that. A lot of them is about our first topic that we hit on um, as far as just like uh, our first serious topic anyway, about like these trials and the cases that's going on in our country right now. You know, and it's just good to see your folks paying attention out there. That's that's really all we're here for, man. Like, right. we ain't here to make y'all take our side out believe that everything we say is 100% gold. None of that kind of stuff. That's not what we're here for, man. This, this platform is basically set up to help people pay attention to the things that we find pertinent in this life that's happening around us, you know. So, I mean, thank y'all for, for your comments. Thank y'all for the add-ons. Dude out on here right now asking about the push positive merchandise if it's something that he can get to wear or, or, or promote in his hometown or whatever. I love that question. You know, we definitely working on it. Um to the young lady uh that was asking about um asking about uh if we was gonna cover um I guess hold on, let me look the story up. She said um uh, somebody actually got shot and killed here in Green Bay this week.
0: Yeah, they did actually. Oh, God. I saw a little oh, bit yeah, of yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw I'm looking it. at the
1: story right now. It says somebody got shot and killed in public at a gas station on Green Bay's east side. It was an innocent bystander. I guess I guess it was an altercation where she or somebody with her had a, a weapon. The weapon was taken from her and she was shot and killed in Public, somebody had live streamed after she got killed, and her daughter saw it. And, and That's
0: wow. I actually saw the live stream, and from the clip that I saw, yeah. I don't know how long the clip was or how long the original clip was, but from the original clip that I saw,
1: yeah.
0: um, the little snippet of it is the girl up, up strapped, and it looked like she was pointing at somebody. Okay. And you can hear gunshots start going off, but you can see a dude behind her pointing the gun at her.
1: Also, oh, he had his own gun; he didn't take her gun.
0: Yeah, it look it's it's crazy, man. If you see, it, if you ever you get a chance to see it, it was it was crazy to see it. You didn't see the body dropping, nothing like that, or you didn't. I didn't, couldn't tell if she was being hit by the bullets at the time, but it was about well, three, I four, the guy five shots. four. pointing,
1: shot the, out. At her, I mean, yeah, pointing the gun
0: you at you her guy out. right behind her, pointing the gun at her. So she got. It's some people scrapping on the ground. She upstrapped, and then somebody behind her upstrapped, and then the gunshots start going off. Yeah. So uh-huh. it was crazy, and you can tell she kind of like trying to block with her arm or something. It's it's just a crazy right. video, man. All around to see that, and to know uh-huh. that that was all Ain't over Ain't the internet. Yeah, in Green Bay, these small towns is it's cutting up, man. It was just a situation, and um. Eau Claire, where a dude just stabbed his girlfriend in the eye. Had oh, the knife taken out her eye and the police had to kill him. So they had an officer involved shooting. So it's, it's just crazy, man. The violence is everywhere and it's starting to affect everybody all over the place. And you know, Eau Claire ain't a big city so and you know Green Bay ain't that big of a city either. No. This violence is all over the place, man, and it's affecting everybody. And We see it. And the one thing that you starting to notice out of all of this is that if you anywhere and this crime is happening, there's you got social media accounts taking account of all of these things that's happening, and most of the time it's on the net before the police can even investigate.
1: And that's the crazy thing, you know, that's the crazy thing about it because on here they're saying that, that the girl, uh, it was a uh, the, the lady who got shot, her daughter was watching the live stream, like, damn, y'all, y'all think my mama okay, like. It's just too much accessibility. Like you was talking earlier about the guy who killed the uh, the guy in the hotel and then uh his daughter fought him. It's just too much accessibility. And I ain't saying well, you want to be blind and shit. I'm just saying it's just too much stuff that we have access to. It's just crazy.
0: So when we talk about the pros and cons of the internet and social media, this would be definitely be one of the like the one of the cons. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like cause everything's accessible right away. So now you think about it. When somebody passed away, how you grieve. And right. the last image that you will see is at the funeral. Right. Now That's with the internet, and one the internet, you can actually watch your loved one be killed over and over again. Wow. Other people. And and it, it can be on people's phones or on a page and keep passing it and keep passing it. And like you said, once it's on the internet, it's out there. So you don't get to see your, your the image of your person the last time you see him is in the casket.
1: Peaceful, peaceful in you the
0: casket. You might actually see the video again. Yeah.
1: yeah, And, and, and you know, not saying we're insensitive, but sometimes it's just a, a fact where you don't know and the person is finally starting to get over it, finally starting to, you know, deal with the grief, and then the video pop up again because somebody don't know that you're dealing with. You
0: know? Right. Or somebody hitting you up. Like, because you remember back in the days, people would hear... Things by word of mouth.
1: Right.
0: And people will be trying to contact you, like, you okay? I heard what happened. Anything we can do to help? Now people can see what happened. Yeah. So it changes things, man, to where how do you, it was already hard for some people to heal from situations like that when we didn't have social media involved with deaths and you can constantly see it. So just imagine a young person trying to heal from that and it's all over the internet.
1: Nah, man.
0: Open that wound every it's time it's... A
1: world, it's just a world like I was saying the other day, man. Off the air, It's just a world that, that that we didn't grow up in, man. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a learning curve and it's going to be difficult for some of us folks that are 25, 30 plus, 40 plus to really look at it and, and, and just really stomach it and, and say, this is our new world. This 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 is the new place we live in, y'all. This Absolutely. the new place we live
0: in. And, and- we we obviously don't have a choice but to adapt. Right. We have to adapt. We have to learn how to cope with these things. We got to learn how to limit. You know what I'm saying? Because now you get that opportunity to do different with your with your son now, your youngest son. Right. That didn't do with the older the older kids because now social media will definitely be a huge part of his life.
1: Yeah. whether he like it or not, John. Right.
0: So you're gonna have to figure out different ways to manage that with him early and often, right. but at the same time, not hide it from him because they gonna find out. So now you got to try to find that, that safe balance of how much time you're going to allow your son to be on the oh, ground, oh, yeah. putting a device in front of his face early instead of actually reading to him or
1: right.
0: playing with him and stuff like that. So you, you get another special opportunity to go around again and figure that out from that perspective. So
1: And it's so crazy, man, because, you know, like, uh, like, like it's unexpected, you know, sometimes, you know, and I really didn't expect to have another opportunity or another stab at being a father or raising a child, particularly raising a boy again, um, because my son is, you know, older than my other two daughters. So, you know, it's really just, you know, it's. You know, it's a gift and a curse. It's a gift and a curse, to be honest with you, man, because you got the opportunity to change some things, to make up for some mistakes you made and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's like, God, leave, bro. The situation that these folks have to deal with, (coughs) shit, man, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, though, bro. I I ain't no Debbie Downer, you know what I mean? I I, I got all the optimism in the world, so it's going to be interesting to see. That's all I I mean.
0: It just changes your perspective a little bit because I work with a lot of my coworkers got younger kids. Yeah. So I, I asked one, um, what do you think dating gonna be like for your child in ten years? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? About 10, 15 years from now, they ain't even gonna call it dating. They just gonna have a new word for it. Uh y'all scoping day? Yeah,
1: y'all oh, y- y- y'all y- y'all cyber visiting, goddamn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, tell me <you're talking laughs> something. I, I'm finna go to my girlfriend's house. Like. To who coming up <laughs> oh no um what do you call that uh when you're a digital
1: reality.
0: yeah <laughs> your per- your reality person
1: <laughs> <thing>.
0: <laughs> oh that's crazy so i'm over there but i ain't over there right and pretty soon you're gonna be able to do
1: that oh yes yeah, so you can do it now like if you got this thing called oculus quest you know the little video game when you put it on your head and shit are like uh-huh. that. Yeah, you can you can actually virtually be in the same room with a motherfucker if y'all both got one. You ain't gotta see the motherfucker touch. You could literally be in the same room, like picking up the same virtual cup and sitting on the same virtual couch, and y'all niggas at home.
0: That's crazy.
1: That just sound wild, bro.
0: It do sound wild, damn. And you don't even think about it, like how advanced it's come because we're so accustomed to it. Again, we just take take it for granted that yeah, that's cool. What's, what's next though? Like, but damn, that's crazy, man. Could you imagine that somebody would have told us 20 years ago that 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 system would have been out and you would have been able to do something like that?
1: I would have been like, man, y'all, playing like, man, get you, <laughs> you
0: better stop believing in these aliens, boy. Like,
1: you futuristic, <laughs> hand ass boy. You you you, it. you Obviously, had some of the hoo-wee, boy.
0: Hey, you remember uh, back? Uh, like, I think it was like maybe three or four episodes ago. Somebody asked us about baseball, and while we don't talk about baseball for yeah. <laughs> well, you baseball head ass people and and since we in Wisconsin I guess we got to give a shout out to uh, Corbin Burns he yeah. won the NL Cy Young award two years after being a, historically the most awful pitcher in baseball
1: terribly
0: <laughs> <smoking>. <laughs> It was the most diabolical pitcher in baseball <laughs> so the fact that he won a Cy, the Cy Young is it's, it's huge big shout outs to Corbin Burns you know what I'm saying I know he was cleaning up Throughout the season, you know, obviously they didn't make it to the to the big game, but they cleaned up this year. And I, I and it just obviously at some point, I know the Brewer fans get tired of hearing this, but uh maybe next year.
1: <laughs> no, nah, that's that Wisconsin sports shit. Like right now, everybody looking at the Milwaukee Bucks in green in, in, in our state. Like, hold on, y'all done lost to every good team in the East. <laughs> like, yes, y'all did, motherfucker. And y'all got your whole squad. Ain't nobody hurt. <laughs> What I tell y'all is when the playoffs come, y'all better hope some motherfuckers get hurt again.
0: <laughs> man, Trey Young was out there doing them boys. I was like, mm.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing, he wasn't even around for that for most of that series that they won. So, hey, I ain't saying y'all wouldn't have won the championship. I'm just saying, I saw what Trey did to y'all the other
0: day, absolutely. And that boy was balling, balling, man. So, we want to uh. And on somewhat of a positive note, man, what what positive can we get to these people out here, man? What you got positive for the people?
1: Man, hey, to be honest with y'all, I want to tell y'all, man, I want to give a shout out to all my folks, my underground folks, my folks that may not be financial giants or nothing like that, but because we've all been taking a look at this cryptocurrency thing and really getting involved in it, it's growing, it's going up and down, the money's moving the way it should be. We're seeing some leaps and bounds within this cryptocurrency world that we haven't seen in a long time. And hey, I just want to say, shout out to financial literacy, man. It's another way, you know, that that working 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life ain't really the, the, the move no more. You know, we know we got to do what we got to do and hold down jobs, man. But I'm so proud of y'all. All y'all new age folks, all y'all millennials is out here looking at different ways to make money and different ways to get involved in this financial sector because this cryptocurrency shit, it's one of the things that can level the game, level the playing field as far as monetary stuff is concerned. Like Pro was saying, some of this money's so old out here, dude, we'll never get, we'll never catch up with that. But this is new money. This cryptocurrency is new money, and we finally get a chance to get our little bitty hands in early enough that we might be able to rock some shit. So shout out to y'all doing that, man. We seeing moves out here.
0: Absolutely, and you to get in now. I'll tell you this: is what I'm learning is better get in now before the government get in. Yep. Yeah, because right as we as we speak, they figuring out a way to intercept everything. <laughs> and it, only take a, it
1: only take a buck, man. You don't need no ten thousand dollars. I mean, it help if you got that, but if you can buy in with your, you know, with your, your spare change from your Starbucks tomorrow morning, whatever you could do, go on Coinbase buy two three dollars worth of this shit, man, because it all turned into money. I started out playing with little change, you know. I mean, I was on this one thing, I think it's called like Acorn or some shit like that, and they was ch- taking the change from all my purchases. And investing in the crypto currency and, ooh, ooh, i log in the motherfucker six months later i got a little something in there you know i forgot i was even doing it you know it's that so <laughs> it's that right. so man so so y'all check it out man and and, and, and that's a positive you note know, i do want to say shout out to pro too man for always bringing us the black excellence man because that's really and the reason why we start off the show is because we, we it's the push positive podcast man we want to start off on a positive foot that's why we start out with the uh, black excellence in most cases and y'all just listening for the first time or haven't heard us man one of the things we do we always gonna be 100 authentic with it man so you know if you don't agree with our views we understand that if you love our views we understand that but at the end of the day we're gonna be 100 authentic we're not gonna bite our tongue this is not this is not a subscribed or a paid podcast yet man so Y'all, y'all got a chance to you know listen to something else. If you don't want it, we're not sponsored by anybody, so nobody's paying us to have our views that we have. So this is this is as raw as it get right now, as far as the podcast game, as far as as many listeners that we have and unique visitors that we have. This is raw. This is raw and cut, man. So if y'all coming for that reason, keep coming. Like Pro say for all the wrong and all the right reasons, keep coming. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, man. And and remember, everybody play a role. You can contribute to the world and to your community in your own way. And it starts out by helping somebody in your, in your household or in your family. You can definitely start out by doing it or somebody, you know, it don't have to be something on a major scale. Make sure you contribute in some kind of way. We all do. Most of us do it either professionally or in our personal time, just make sure you you're getting out there and you contributing somehow and giving back to somebody. And, and you know what I'm saying? And so, so, so basically what I mean is we all can contribute. You don't have to figure out how you got access to it right in front of you every day, your kids, your family and people, you know, we all got somebody we know that's struggling right now that you can assist. And I think that's, that's a beautiful thing.
1: I see a couple of folks after you mentioned that a couple of folks that hopped on and they were asking, are we doing any appearances for uh, Thanksgiving as far as people being uh, back in the neighborhoods and, and uh, have an opportunity to have these little food giveaways or soup kitchens or whatever. They was asking if we gonna be doing any appearances. Um, we don't have anything scheduled as of yet. You know, as far as getting out into the community and, and, and doing that, we still trying to let you know some of the some of the pandemic stuff die down. But um, if you wanted to do something in your community, man, uh, contact your local homeless shelter, contact your local um, uh, uh, women's uh, batter shelters. And go out and help serve the food. If you could do anything else on a small scale, just go out help serve the food. They could always use additional servers. You get to meet some of these folks and realize how thankful and grateful they are for the ability to be able to add that stuff. So, if nothing else, go volunteer, man. Go serve some food.
0: Absolutely, and I, I don't need to be honest with you. I don't even know if my uh, Thanksgiving plans. <laughs> I ain't even thought about it yet, but I was thinking about getting out of town and going to see family and. Um, getting out to see people and hopefully get some good home cooked meals. So I'm not even right. quite sure of my plans yet, but I look forward to figuring it out at some point. That's just how I move, anyways. I'm a last minute kind of person, especially when it comes to local traveling, where I can get in my car and go type deal. So right. it don't be to the last minute I decide to do something like that. So, but I am I do got a trip coming up soon to go to Daytona Beach on next month on the third. So
1: let's go. Yeah, man, we all – we uh me and Pro, we always open for, you know, invites and things like that to go to events and, you know, show up, have a positive word and things like that. And, and we've done it in the past, so, you know, it's nothing like we have to, you know, come out outside of our comfort zone to do it. So if y'all want to invite us or if y'all looking at getting us involved in something like that, hit us on the email, which is down. Uh, if you're watching it on Anchor, it's actually right in the bio. If you're listening to us on any other uh, platform, it's up by – uh. It's about when you log in to follow us. It's the email address up
0: there. Definitely. Take it out. You already know what it is. Check us out. Send us an email. We'd definitely love to hear from you. But you already know what it is. It's your boy Provoc, the EC affiliate. Yeah. You know what I always say. Hear sin for the movement. Bless up.
1: Peace, man. Thank y'all for watching tonight.
0: We out. Peace. Peace.